Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and you may be seeing this long podcast and thinking, what's going on with this 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 podcast about what what is bear? Why is this podcast so long? What's going on here? Or perhaps you're seeing the Boycott Bear article on my website, and you're thinking. Whoa, this is a long article. I do not know if I want to consume all 6,000 words plus of this article. Well, that's what this podcast is for. And you may think, you may be taking a gander at the article and thinking, well, I don't have cancer, I don't use these weird hormonal birth control products, so I'm going to pass on this one. But I'd actually encourage you to at least listen to this podcast in its completion because I think you'll find that there are some some unique areas of biohacking and lifestyle that I weave throughout these 40 different products of this corporate citizen that I think is lacking in so much virtue. And I think you'll actually find it quite educational and useful. $66 billion. You really have to see it written out. It's 66 followed by nine zeros. And that's how much Bear just paid to just agreed to pay to acquire Monsanto in a deal which will potentially have tectonically negative consequences for the world and your longevity. You don't need to be an ethics philosopher to see the significant moral hazard in the unholy marriage of a company that makes people very sick and a company that sells drugs to treat sickness. A brief history of these two corporate giants. Bayer was founded in 1863 in Germany, a pioneer in the chemical and proto-pharmaceutical industries. They invented aspirin and contributed to the Industrial Revolution in Europe. In 1925, in a nation impoverished by World War I, Bayer joined the IG Farben conglomerate, which has gone down in history as one of the most evil corporate citizens of all time, researching and producing chemicals like Zyklon B that enabled some of the most despicable war crimes in history. And check out this blog post if you have not already. I have some, I have actually a lot of cool videos and I had a a particularly neat little video about the history of Bear that expands on it even further if you're curious. It would be difficult, however, to call the current iteration of the company evil based solely on their participation in World War II 70 years ago. However, many still consider it one of the least benign corporate citizens in the world because of its Factor 8 scandal in the 1980s, when it turned out that a product of theirs infected 
6,000 hemophiliacs with AIDS. They paid out a $600 million settlement and then outrageously proceeded to continue to sell the product in other international markets, infecting unwitting people around the world with the deadly virus. Today, they hold over 60,000 patents and have 82 branded products. Moving on to Monsanto, a company that needs little introduction. It's an American company founded around the turn of the 20th century that produced food additives like saccharin, caffeine, and vanillin. They also produce the insecticide DDT, which can be largely credited for diminishing the blight of malaria epidemics around the developed world, but it perhaps unfairly was demonized by environmentalists and ultimately banned. And I have a link to a real eye-opening presentation on that if you're curious. Monsanto's contribution to history that has earned it perhaps more infamy than any other is its role in the production of Agent Orange, which was used in the U.S., used not in the U.S., it was used in Vietnam by the U.S. as a chemical weapon. One of their most successful products, Roundup, based on glyphosate, is identified in an increasing number of recent studies as a serious threat to public health. Today, Monsanto remains one of the most hated companies in the world for its role as a producer of GMO seeds and its employment of draconian legal tactics to force farmers to use their products. Monsanto has been banned from at least 38 countries. I include in this blog post a cool infographic that actually has a map of the world showing which countries ban GMO foods, in case you're curious. It's kind of an interesting map. Today, they hold over 4,000 patents and have 37 different brands. I don't ascribe to the fringe conspiracy theories about the purposeful evilness of these companies. I think it's a combination of the perverse sticks and carrots that our globalized world offers in combination with the outgroup preference that a corporate culture engenders naturally amongst its employees. And I included an interesting podcast on how otherwise good people in groups dehumanize others. So you might want to give that a listen. Without making too much of a treatise on why antitrust laws exist, This deal is not a product of the free market. These companies are quintessential examples of crony capitalism gone very awry. A white paper by the Concurrence Group, a leading law firm specializing in mergers and acquisitions, concludes that this merger is in violation of the Clayton Act, which states, no person shall acquire directly or indirectly, wherein any line of commerce or any activity affecting commerce in any section of the country, the effect of such acquisition may be substantially to lessen competition or to tend to create a monopoly. 
Despite the apparent illegality and public outrage, Bayer is betting a billion dollars that this deal will go through. While Monsanto will face a tribunal at The Hague in October of 2016, these companies are too big to fail and too big to jail. In 2013, Obama signed what was widely called the Monsanto Protection Act, which even conspiracy theory adverse Snopes.com couldn't deny is a precedent-setting limitation on judicial review of genetically engineered crops, which are now above the law. Thanks, Obama. So what can we do? A petition calling on antitrust authorities in the U.S. and E.U. to further scrutinize this merger has already been signed by over a half million people. I signed it, and I hope you will too. And then, probably more importantly, I'll join the many others that are responding to this merger with a boycott of Bears products. Below, I list 40 of Bayer's consumer products, and I'll present alternatives, nutraceutical solutions, along with diet and lifestyle recommendations for avoiding needing to buy and use Bayer's products. Let's start with Adelat. And this is a clinically proven blood pressure control medication from a 2010 press release, also known by the less pleasant name nifedipine, is a hypertension drug that may cause proliferation of breast cancer, according to a 2014 paper. Our findings highlight that nifedipine, but not verapamil, is conducive for breast cancer growth and metastasis urging that the caution should be taken in the clinic to prescribe nephipetamine to women who suffering uh, both from hypertension and breast cancer and hypertension with a tendency in breast cancers. The alternatives are Alcar, particularly in combination with ALA. This helps hypertension along with adaptogenic herbs like Siberian ginseng. And then the alternative drugs are Plendil, Sorpressor, and Prozacin. You know what I'm going to do going forward? So many of these drugs have names that I'm just going to mispronounce. So if you really want to look them up, as opposed to me trying to wrap my tongue around them, you can just find them on the website and continue your own research there. Next up is Adempas. And this is a novel agent for the treatment of pulmonary arterial hypertension and chronic thrombiolic pulmonary hypertension. And a good way to avoid these issues is traveling to or living at high elevations. And an alternative well worth considering is nicotinamide riboside and this is a nootropic of many talents actually and it likely treats alternate it likely treats pulmonary hypertension next atavantan is a well-established topical corticosteroid 
indicated for treatment of all stages of eczema. Currently marketed in more than 80 countries worldwide. As one of the most common dermatological chronic concurrent diseases, the best alternative I could find was DHA, which seems to be effectively treating eczema for at least a handful of people on forums, and Mayo Clinic also agreed that it was pretty good, and there's a lot of other alternative drug options with quite weird names to check out on the blog post. Next, Afrin is for use for relief from nasal congestion due to colds or allergies. And as an alternative, I will recommend what's called the Neti Nasal Douche. That's right. This is a method that yogis have been using since time immemorial to get rid of nasal congestion. It's It looks a little bit silly, but it works really quite well. You'll want to check out the YouTube video that I have on this article. Next, Aleve is a non-prescription painkiller with particularly long-lasting action. And some alternatives, according to arthritis.org, ginger tea is a substitute worth considering for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Next, Alka-Seltzer provides fast-active acid indigestion and heartburn relief that's safe and gentle for upset stomachs. And you can actually avoid acid indigestion by by, uh, properly combining what people call yin and yang foods. What you'll want to do is read up on trophology, which is the science of food combining. This is something I actually didn't know a whole lot about up until recently. You, you, I'm sure, have read books, have heard and listened to and done plenty of uh, research on your own about diet, and so you have a pretty good idea of what foods you should and shouldn't be eating, but there's also some guidelines that come out of traditional medicine that hold true, that work pretty consistently for certain foods that may be healthy individually on their own, but when you combine them together, they have an incompatibility in our digestive track. And so I'll encourage people to read the book that I linked there on this post on trophology. Also mention that chamomile tea can help with heartburn. Next, aspirin is a pain reliever that works against headaches as well as acute back muscle and joint pain. Alternatives are resveratrol and turmeric, which have been proven to reduce or eliminate pain better than leading prescription medications. From a 2004 study, overall, these results indicate that aspirin and ibuprofen are least potent while resveratrol, curcumin, celosoxibin, tamoxifen are the most potent anti-inflammatory and anti-proliferative agents of those we studied. So put down that bottle of aspirin and have some Indian food with a glass of 
red wine is kind of what this is indicating. Or you could, of course, just take it in supplemental form. Curcumin is the active ingredient in and what gives turmeric that awesome yellow color. You also are going to want to consider wintergreen or lavender essential oils, which combined with coconut oil should be rubbed in near the site of the pain. If medical marijuana or kratom are legal where you live, they can be great options also for pain management. Aspirin and Aleve are also hard on the kidneys. So if you've used them a lot, it's a good idea to tonify your kidneys with Schisandra kinesis, which is a nutraceutical that comes from China and it's been used for a really long time and it repairs and maintains and tonifies the kidneys which have to do so much work processing everything that you put into your body. Next drug is Avelox. Avelox is used to treat different types of bacterial infections of skin, sinuses, lungs, or stomach. So this one, doing some reading up on different accounts on the forums, uh, this class of what's called fluoroquinolone antibiotics, these just seem like totally evil shit. Really terrible stories that I came across from people who had used this and then just went through, went through hell really. So I would avoid using this one at all costs. Next drug, Barocca. And this is a special combination of B vitamins, vitamin C, magnesium, and zinc, which helps to provide the brain and nerves with energy, supporting mental and physical performance. So Barocca is a nootropic. Another similar performance-enhancing B vitamin stack is HCF. That one I've actually tried myself, and it is not a hardcore nootropic, but it is a performance enhancer. It does have a all those great B vitamins, which are so important. Next drug, B-panthen. This is an ointment containing provitamin B5. Provitamin B5 gently aids natural skin recovery while keeping it soft, smooth, and moisturized. Alternative. To biohack your skin, I recommend the adaptogenic herb Cassandra Kinesis for 100 days. That's something that comes out of traditional Chinese medicine. I also recommend DMAE, DMAE skin cream, and eating whole coconuts. And you're going to want to check out the video that I have for that biohack. Next bear product is Beta Ferron. Healing the skin for over 70 years with innovative products that offer protection for the whole family. Betafiron is used to treat adult patients who have multiple sclerosis. And anecdotally, Crotum works wonders for some people who are dealing with multiple sclerosis. This is another place where there really needs to be some human placebo-controlled, properly done studies conducted because 
there's there's some anecdotal evidence that's out there that is really promising for people that deal with MS. So kratom is worth looking for. Next drug, caniston. And this provides relief from unusual and embarrassing skin and intimate health conditions such as vaginal yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, athlete's feet, or nail fungus. So alternatively, you might want to uh, step up your consumption of probiotics like probiotic yogurt. And this is a natural antifungal and it is a natural remedy for vaginal yeast infections. Hooray. Next drug, Claritin. Provides effective 24-hour non-drowsy relief from indoor and outdoor allergy symptoms. So some alternatives would be quercetin, stinging nettolum, bromelain, vitamin C, and green tea is a natural antihistamine as well. Next drug, Cipro. And it is described by a David, Dr. David Flockhart of Indiana University School of Medicine as a tremendously powerful antibiotic. And this is one that seems to be very high risk, the drug itself. So this is one I would really strongly steer people away based upon the reports that are out there. Alternatives to consider, silver biotics are worth looking at. And there's a, a quite helpful resource site that I link to. Silversolutions.org lists it, silver biotics specifically, as a treatment for various bacterial infections, gonorrhea, and HPV. So anybody considering taking Cipro or the other fluoroquinolones should take a gander at the Longevity Thread Cipro Hell. Some people really, I, I have my sympathy for what they've gone through after just using a little bit of this drug. So alternative drugs, there's another one called doxycycline, but that seems to be, uh, which seems to be, okay, it has a scary-ass name, doesn't it? However, it seems to be highly regarded as a low-risk antibiotic amongst pretty well-informed lay people on longevity. Next product is Coppertone. So this is a wide range of products that protect your skin from the sun. And from a 2006 study on jellyfish stings, they said preventing sunburn and protecting against skin damage from ultraviolet light. Coppertone is a sunscreen. So alternatives you could consider are coconut and aloe vera oil. Those block 20% of the sun's rays, while sesame oil blocks 30%. Next product, Dr. Scholl's. Yes, for that, that's a bare product. I didn't know that previously. And alternatives you could consider would be uh, foot powder, tenactin, cool gel. Uh, another one would be, another drug of bears is desonate. And desonate or desonide is a topical for the skin steroid. It reduces the actions of chemicals in the body that cause inflammation, redness, and 
swelling. Alternatives, again, coconuts to the rescue. Coconut oil helps skin redness. Cucumber has an anti-inflammatory property when left on the skin for five to 10 minutes, and then you can eat it. <laughs> it has anti, it's an anti-inflammatory, and then it's a snack. Applying olive oil to the rash, washing, and then washing the affected area with chamomile tea, among uh, other options, is, uh, is useful, according to an article on naturalnews.com. Boy, chamomile tea. You just can't go wrong with chamomile tea. That stuff's great. I pick it up uh, almost every time I'm at the grocery store. Next drug is Diane 35. Diane 35 ED is used for treatment of signs of androgenization in women such as severe acne where other treatments have not been successful or excessive growth of facial or body hair of a mild or moderate degree. Diane ED35 can also be used as a contraceptive to prevent pregnancy in women who are taking it for the treatment of signs of androgenization. So doing some research on this, this product is bad news. A Guardian article reports that at least 125 women suffered possibly life-threatening side effects linked to Diane 35 or its generics. So this is something that you, you really do want to stay away from, ladies. And I got a little bit curious on this, so I started looking up androgenization in women. And this is where uh, hormones get disrupted and, and women start to become a bit more mannish. And apparently a major cause of this is hormonal birth control. So that is something to be avoided. And I have some alternative drugs linked, and this is a topic that uh, is going to be expanded on in this podcast. Keep listening. Next bear product is Elevit, and this is a pregnancy multivitamin and mineral supplement that has been specially formulated to help meet the increased nutritional needs of women who are trying to conceive, who are pregnant, and who are breastfeeding. And a alternative to consider is supplementation of folic acid is a pretty good idea during pregnancy. From a 2004 paper meta-analyzing the data from the human studies, from human studies totaling over 5,600 women. Periconceptional use of folic acid alone, pericons, some of these, some of these studies, they, I swear, they just make up words. So they're saying, before you get pregnant, use of folic acid alone or in multivitamin supplements is effective for the primary prevention of neural tube defects. The Hungarian randomized and two cohort controlled trials showed that periconceptional multivitamin supplementation can reduce the occurrence of some other structural birth defects, i.e. congenital abnormalities. 
You also might want to consider HCF, and this is a unique B vitamin supplement that has a lot of the same ingredients as Elevit. And women who want to optimize their bodies for fertility will, uh, importantly, want to switch to a diet of mostly healthy fats, and they will also want to read the Better Baby book. Next bear drug, Elia is a recombinant protein indicated for the treatment of patients with neovascular age-related macular degeneration, which is a common cause of blindness. Alternatives, ginkgo biloba. There's at least 12 studies on PubMed linking the herb to positive results. From a 2013 paper, two published trials were identified that randomized a total of 119 people. In one study conducted in France, 20 people were randomly allocated to ginkgo biloba extract twice daily or placebo. In the other study conducted in Germany, 99 people were randomly allocated to two different doses of ginkgo biloba extract. Both trials reported some positive effects of ginkgo biloba on vision. However, their results could not be pooled. And list some other alternative drugs. Next bear product is Glucobay. And this belongs to a class of oral anti-diabetic drugs called alpha-glucodase inhibitors. And some alternatives that you're going to want to look at that are going to be in your spice drawer actually are holy basil and rosmarinic acid so rosemary are natural alpha glucosidase inhibitors as is resveratrol mm. just thinking about some some salmon with a little bit of lemon some rosemary and some red wine not not bad and you'll be able to avoid the macular degeneration. <laughs> Stick to that. That's what I'm talking about. Next product, Iberogast. So this is a plant-based medicine that effectively relieves multiple gastrointestinal symptoms like abdominal pain, cramps, heaviness, fullness, bloating, flatulence. Flatulence. I just can't say that word without the 13-year-old the in me smiling and thinking something very immature. Nausea and heartburn. And it this, this one is made from a concoction of nine ingredients. And some of them, actually a lot of them, you can consume as teas on their own. So if you're a big fan of tea as I am, you may just want to stock up on some of these teas. Chamomile, caraway fruit, St. Mary's thistle, lemon ball leaves, peppermint, uh, celadin, licorice root. These are all delicious teas. Just stock up on those and, you know, drink them maybe once or twice a week and you'll, you'll likely ward off these gastrointestinal issues. Another alternative, probiotics are a good idea for those suffering from irritable bowel syndrome. So drink up some kefir. From a 2010 meta-analysis, the etiology of irritable bowel syndrome is thought to be multifactorial with several factors, including alterations in gut motility, small bowel bacterial overgrowth, microscopic inflammation, and visceral hypersensitivity. 
these all potentially play a role. Recent studies have suggested that probiotics may be useful in the treatment of IBS, although the exact mechanism for how probiotics may aid in the reduction of symptoms commonly found in IBS is unknown. The effects of probiotics on alterations in gut bacteria appear to play a part. So again, probiotics, they just keep popping up as a really good idea. Next bear product, Jadis. Jadis is an effective long-acting contraceptive providing up to three years of freedom from contraception routine. Jadis is the smallest UIS available and comes with the smallest placement tube of something very, very small. To go in a, a small place, hopefully, right? Okay, alternatives. The traditional rhythm method is recommended in combination with male semen retention in the Tao of health, sex, and longevity. So, from the book, a woman is relatively safe from conception during the seven days prior to and immediately following the first day of menstruation. If as an extra margin of safety, we reduce that to five days, we have then an 11 day period each month during which pregnancy should not occur. During that time, a couple may make love anytime, any place, and as often as they wish with or without male ejaculation, without worrying about pregnancy. And this is the traditional rhythm method. The book also has some interesting recommendations on herbal birth control. For thousands of years, the young women of Polynesia have enjoyed complete and uninhibited sexual freedom prior to marriage, with no worries about unwanted pregnancy. Their secret is to eat a few handfuls of papaya seeds every day. The active ingredient responsible for their freedom from pregnancy is vitamin B17, more commonly known as laetril, the controversial drug banned in the United States due to unproven claims that it can prevent and help cure cancer. You can't buy laetril itself, and there's a bunch of interesting conspiracy theories online. Why not? But you can eat foods high in it, like apple seeds, Californian apricot seeds, peach seeds, or bitter almonds. Next bear product is cogenate, and this is an anti-hemophilic factor, a recombinant, and it's a medicine used to replace clotting factor. I guess this is what came along after, after factor eight, after they gave all those people AIDS. And I have some alternatives alternative drugs listed here. Levitra is a drug that relaxes muscles found in the walls of blood vessels and increases blood flow to particular areas of the body. Levitra is used to treat erectile dysfunction, impotence, and you really have to see the, I think, German-European market commercial for Levitra that I linked on this, this blog article. It'll make your day. 
Some alternatives. Erectile dysfunction is often due to an amalgamation of factors, but the first step to fixing it would be quantifying and biohacking a man's testosterone levels. So you want to start by getting a blood test of testosterone. The next step would be optimizing your diet. Switch to an organic diet high in healthy fats. Cut out the sugars, processed carbs, and don't consume things that raise your estrogen levels, like beer. Take cold showers, consistent exercise and resistance weight training, and really importantly, you want to reduce stress. I know that's a whole lot easier said than done, right? My top suggestions would be things like practicing meditation or 10 minutes daily of dual and back brain training. I know what these things sound a little bit silly playing these little games on your phone, but they really do over time make you a whole lot more competent in managing your stress. Stress management is a skill like any other, and unless you've devoted time to building this skill up, you're, you're going to suffer in, in almost every area of your life. Along with natural and herbal supplements like zinc, vitamin D, ashwagandha, and some others described below. I'll also mention in the biohacking communities to which I contribute, I'll frequently hear from sometimes quite young men who are having issues getting it up and even getting excited about women. And to them, I always make a couple of common sense yet uncommonly practiced methods, things to do. First is no fab and no watching porn for two or three weeks. Longer if you're over 40. Second is regular platonic physical interaction with women. So this could be salsa classes, bachata dancing, getting a massage, or who knows, maybe even male cheerleading. That, that, sounds, that sounds fun to me. Maybe that'll be the, the, next, uh, the next thing that I, that I take on just for the hell of it. Another testosterone biohack. Horny goatweed has a hard, pun intended, earned reputation as an erection enhancer. While it has this effect in men of all ages, it's a particularly effective agent for dealing with erectile dysfunction. To this effect, it's fast acting, according to one user. I took it before bed, 30 to 40 minutes before sex, and oh my god, I had one of the best sex ever. I decided to take it only on the day when I'm sure I will have sex. I took it three times, and I can confirm that the sex is much better due to extremely hard and long-lasting erections. This stuff makes me more sensitive, but on the same time, I can all under control. He was so excited, forgot to grammar check, but you want to try it, don't you? Don't you? Anyways, next, testosterone biohack. Ginseng will make her sing. From a 2009 Korean study of 143 men experiencing erectile dysfunction, they concluded after eight weeks of treatment at two grams daily, erectile dysfunction and overall satisfaction scores 
after medication were significantly higher in the mountain ginseng extract group than in the placebo group. And also in the placebo group, there was a higher divorce rate afterwards. I'm just kidding. That's, it doesn't actually say that in the study. But I imagine. Next bear product, Miralax. This is a laxative, and it relieves occasional constipation and softens the stool. Not the kind of stool that Hillary Clinton likes to sit on. Okay, next. Uh, alternatives to Miralax would be consuming the aloe vera gel is one of the most proven and researched natural laxatives there is. You're probably used to, I, I don't mean aloe vera as in like aloe vera lotion that you see at the grocery store, but the plant itself actually produces this, this pretty cool gel that's super rich in all of these really great things. My mom actually used to have an aloe vera plant and it was this, this weird looking plant and then you would cut it open and you'd get this, this, this great gel out of it. So if I, I would recommend that anyone pick up one of those plants. I should, uh, do they sell plants on eBay? Anyways, yeah, aloe vera plants. Check it out. Uh, so a tablespoon of olive oil and a teaspoon of lemon juice are a good idea. Chia seed and flax seed contain the kind of fiber that lubricates digestion. A glass of prune juice a day will help things flow in your plumbing down there. I will also mention that my bowel movements have never been better than when I'm eating a whole coconut every day. I actually notice that when I eat a whole coconut, I pass very little of it. Raw coconut is so useful, my body uses almost all of it, and very little of it passes through me and ends up in the, in the toilet. <laughs> Next bear product, Mirena, is a hormone-releasing IUD that releases small amounts of a progestin hormone called something complicated uh, locally into the uterus, and it lasts for as long as you want to, up to five years, supposedly. Taoists use the traditional rhythm method for birth control in combination with tantric semen retention as i mentioned before check out that book it'll be a, it'll be an eye-opening read next bear product is nebido and this is injected this is a syringe and it is injected into a muscle in your body and there it can be stored and gradually released over a period of time. Nibido is used in adult men for testosterone replacement or to, to treat various health problems caused by a lack of testosterone. One of the most underrated ways to boost testosterone is increasing the healthy fats in your diet. So eating coconuts, avocados, or using coconut oil, or you could also have a tablespoon of olive oil a day. Raw nuts, almonds, and pecans are great. 50 milligrams of DHEA supplemented daily will increase testosterone. And from Dr. Joseph Merkula, 
I advise using bioidentical hormones like DHEA. This substance is the most abundant precursor hormone in the human body. It is crucial for the creation of vital hormones, including testosterone and other sex hormones. I recommend using a transmucosal DHEA cream and rubbing it in down there. That's right, you rub it in kind of like by your, by your balls. Check out the, the uh, diagram that I I don't display. It may not be uh, may not be safe for work, but I do link to a, a diagram if you want to try it. L-glutamine is a favorite of bodybuilders because, in combination with BCAAs, it's a real testosterone hack. One of my newsletter subscribers reported L-glutamine does wonders for my testosterone. The best way I can describe it is being in the zone and feeling very primal. The supplement Super Male Vitality from the InfoWars store will boost your testosterone so that you can fight the new world order like me. And you're going to want to chase all of those powdered supplements with delicious beetroot and pomegranate juice. Beetroot is a nitric oxide biohack for testosterone from a 2014 study on pomegranate. Pomegranate fruit has been extensively used as a natural medicine in many cultures. Pomegranate juice showed significant elevation in testosterone. According to Dave Asprey, the bulletproof guy, ultraviolet B light shined on the testicles for several minutes increases testosterone, and a 2013 study agrees. It says, in conclusion, the low-level laser therapy might be an alternative treatment modality to conventional types of testosterone replacement therapy. So that one, that one's real funky. I'm trying to, I was talking with one of my clients about, how would you actually go about doing that? And I, I think the best way is you get an ultra- ultraviolet B light, and I linked to a couple that look like they'd work for this purpose, and you'd put it in your bathroom, and then when you took your shower in the morning or whenever, you've got a couple of minutes when you're you're drying off and you're naked, right? And that'd be a pretty great time to, to shine some light on your balls and, and up your tea count, bro. <laughs> okay, final hack. Uh, oh, just to agree with that, a 2003 Russian study and a 2014 Iranian study found that light shined on the testicles increases male fertility by hacking testosterone. Next bear product is Nexavar, which goes by another name that is very difficult to pronounce, and it is a kinase inhibitor drug approved for the treatment of primary kidney cancer, advanced primary liver cancer, and radioactive iodine-resistant advanced thyroid carcinoma. Ay, 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 ay. So uh, you're, gonna, you're going to want to avoid this. Uh, yet more research confirms that alcohol consumption, even moderate social drinking, is linked to liver cancer. So all the more reason to biohack your boozing, check out the podcast that I did on that, or to replace your social drinking habit with phenibut. 
alternatives. Cat's claw has a notable helpful effect on thyroid carcinoma from a 2009 Austrian paper. Cell growth of medullary thyroid carcinoma cells as well as enzymatic activity of mitochondrial has was markedly inhibited after treatment with different fractions of the plant. These promising results indicate the growth restraining and apototic <laughs> I said that wrong. Uh, potential of the plant extracts against neuroendocrine tumors, which may add to existing therapies for cancer. The adaptogenic herbs Eleutheros, Cassandra, Kinesis, and Ginseng Tonify maintain and can even repair the kidneys and liver. So what is it they say about a, an, an ounce of prevention? Check out those four adaptogenic herbs. Make those a regular thing in, the, in your supplemental regime and your future self will thank you. One a day. This is Bear's popular one a day. It's one a day. I'm sure you've heard of this a bunch of times. Uh, for more than 70 years, one a day has been innovating personal nutritional support to create multivitamins made specially for you. So here's my thoughts on this. Multivitamins have been the subject of harsh criticism due to a couple of recent high visibility studies that showed little to no benefit from them, leading many to believe that multivitamins are useless. However, as you can see, if you head over to PubMed and you take a look at recent multivitamin studies, I, I link to the ones that had been done in the past five years, there's at least an equal amount of research indicating a quantifiable benefit of multivitamins. However, there's a couple of good reasons why smart consumers and biohackers wouldn't use this kind of multivitamin product. First of all, no, pro no quality control. A single ingredient product manufacturer has a significant incentive for the ingredients to be of high quality, legitimate and verified by third-party analysis. A multivitamin that contains numerous ingredients has a whole lot less reason to source high-quality individual ingredients. Indeed, there's very little reason to believe that most multivitamin and supplement stack products actually contain the ingredients that are on the label. Second reason, A-B testing. Biohackers use individual supplements in isolation to ascertain specific desirable effects. Combining a bunch of different ingredients may help but leaves a significant degree of uncertainty about what's actually helping. Next factor, insufficient dosages. Many multivitamins simply don't contain the individual ingredients in the amounts that have been demonstrated as effective in human studies. Next factor, questionable absorbability. In the multivitamin format, it's questionable whether our bodies are even able to absorb the helpful ingredients. Funnily colored pea is commonly reported after taking multivitamins, indicating that they are just passing through our bodies. Alternatives. 
Given these downsides, I wouldn't spend money on multivitamins or supplement stacks that don't have third-party certificates of analysis. And I created a flowchart breaking down individual supplement ingredients by the effect desired. It's a great place for smart consumers to start researching what they should be taking. And you can find that on the blog article. And then I listed some alternatives, which were other multivitamins that you probably heard of. Next bare product is Priorin. And this works as a dietary treatment of hormonal genetic hair growth impairment and hair loss in women, also sometimes referred to as alopecia. So alternatives to Priorin are anti-inflammatory compounds, resveratrol, curcumin, and turmeric, which promote hair growth. One longevity biohacker articulated it best, alopecia is the consequence of microinflammation in and around the hair follicles. If that's true, uh, resveratrol and other anti-inflammatories like curcumin should have a positive effect on androgenetic hair loss. And this herbal cocktail is a potent uh, treatment of alopecia, corsusha, reflexa, citrullus colicinithis, and eclipta alba are traditionally claimed, uh, acclaimed herbs for their hair growth promoting potential. AIM in the present study was envisaged to prepare herbal formulations containing petroleum and other extracts of the three herbs and varying ratio and evaluating formulations for the hair growth promoting activity. So maybe consider that along with pumpkin seed oil, which is a pretty effective hair biohack, at least for men, according to a 2014 study. Next bare product is redoxin. And redoxin believes that everyone has the basic right to a healthy life. That's, that's, that's debatable. Very, very debatable. Don't get me started. Since over 80 years, Redoxin is at the forefront of delivering innovative solutions supporting the immune health. Redoxin is truly science for a better life. As an alternative, the most effective immune system biohack I've ever used is Immune 26. I've spent eight hours sick in 12 years thanks to Immune 26. So check that out. Check out my review of Immune 26. According to a study of over 10,000 people, which was conducted on Pluto, just kidding, not Pluto. It was conducted in Siberia, Russia. Similar, similar, easy, easy to confuse locations. Uh, according to this study, Eleuthero is a seriously effective immune supplement and a whole lot cheaper. And then I listed some other alternative drugs. Next bare product is Rennie, which provides fast, reliable relief from heartburn, a sensation of fullness and pressure in the stomach. And alternatives, uh, a real simple one that apparently works real effectively is just a teaspoon of baking soda is one of the most consistent ways to relieve acid reflux and 
heartburn. Next bear product is Skin Norin, which is specially designed to treat adult female acne. And it's something that helps uh, skin to be more healthy and beautiful. And they, they use a lot of other verbiage trying to appeal to people that want to be good looking. Okay, so uh, this is another place where I think avoidance is the best strategy. As a teenager and a young adult, I had quite bad acne that I tried everything to get rid of, except changing my diet. In my mid-20s, I cleaned my diet up a whole lot, and my skin has never been better. Pericone MD reports, we know that acne forms when oily secretions from sebaceous glands beneath the skin plug up the pores. So fatty, oily foods and things that spike your blood sugar especially cause acne. So cut them out before you try doing, doing, doing a whole lot of other things for acne. Next bear product is Stivarja, and this is a cancer medication that interferes with the growth and spread of cancer cells in the body. Stivarja is used to treat colorectal cancer. It's also used to treat rare types of uh, tumor that can affect the esophagus, stomach, or intestines. As an alternative, I'll mention again vitamin B17. This is an option worth considering for eliminating cancer that is caught in the very early stages. From a recent in vitro study of prostate cancer cells, amygdalin inhibits significant anti-tumor activity in both castration-sensitive and castration-resistant PCA lines and merits further evaluation for therapeutic purposes. And amygdalin is another name for vitamin B17. Actually, I'll clarify again. Vitamin B17 is something that's really on my radar right now. It's, it, it really is fascinating stuff. I recommend you watch all the videos that I put up on my article about B17. Amygdalin is the name for uh, natural for B17 that shows up in the natural world and things like apricot seeds. And um, there seems to be a little bit of debate over the uh, over the risk that the synthetic B17 presents uh, being higher uh, than the risk presented by consuming it in its natural form which is why my recommendation was to consume it in, uh, in food sources, actually. So please check that out. Next bear product is Superdyne, which just sounds like the name of a, uh, I don't know, a, a character in a Fast and Furious movie, maybe. This is a complete multivitamin and multi-mineral formula. High dose of essential vitamins to give you an effective energy recharge during demanding periods. Sounds like they hired the same copywriter that a lot of these nootropic stack products hired. Alternatives. A biohacker would never rely upon a multivitamin to enhance their performance or improve their health. This is what they do instead. They a thorough research identify a desired effect from a specific ingredient. 
acquire that ingredient from a high quality source. Take that ingredient in isolation for five to seven days to ascertain the effect resulting, and then experiment with raising and lowering the dosage. Eventually you're gonna kind of find a sweet spot and then cycle off the supplement. Then repeat with another ingredient for five to seven days to determine the subjective experience, then combine the ingredients uh, and that way you can see if their combined effect is, is a whole lot better to see if it's desirable. And then use individual ingredients and combinations of ingredients episodically for specific demands and goals. And I'm going to recommend that you start that research with a really great, really detailed infographic that I've got linked in this article. Next bear product, we're, we're coming in, we're just about to the end now. <laughs> if you're exhausted by, by, by my voice, Xeralto. And this is an oral anticoagulant invented and manufactured by Bear. Uh, a real great, another great option, something we've mentioned about four or five times, maybe more now in this article, is curcumin. And this is an effective anticoagulant According to a 2014, according to a lot of studies, but particularly from a 2014 Korean study, surprisingly, these anticoagulant effects of curcumin were better than those of an abs of a of an extract, indicating that methoxy group in curcumin positively regulated anticoagulant functions of uh, that, that it had a desirable desirable effect. I'm not sure to blame their grammar or my or my 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 release of their grammar on that one. The final three bear products are kind of the same but they have a little bit different names. First is Yasminel. This is hormonal birth control and this stuff is bad news. Bear has paid out over $1.6 billion in settlements to women who suffered detrimental side effects as a result of taking this hormonal birth control. It's likely that women actually died as a result of Bayer's dishonest advertising and their regulatory capture. This is one of these, these stories that you hear it over and over and over again, and you're like, why, why the hell does this happen? Where there's some drug that ends up having a really nasty side effect and the company lies about the side effect and they lie in their marketing a little bit. And then what they do is they have some people working in the FDA, working in the regulating agency that, uh, that, that enable them to do so. And that's exactly, that's exactly what happened here. That's where they had to pay out 1.6 billion. And that's why some, uh, it sounds like some people had to lose their lives, unfortunately. Alternatives, again, I'm gonna encourage you to read up on the rhythm method. This is probably the most natural birth control solution. If a woman has a very consistent cycle, she can pretty reliably avoid pregnancy by avoiding sex during the uh, times of the month that she is most fertile. You're gonna also wanna take a look at a piece of hardware called the Lady Comp. And this is 93% effective 
easier to use than hormonal birth control, and it doubles as an alarm clock. Check out check out some of the uh, YouTube videos of this thing. It looks it looks kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. If if my girlfriend showed up with one of these things, I would I would probably play with it for 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 a little while, being being sure not to uh, completely hack and and reprogram it. <laughs> um, so if you can't afford the nearly $500 lady comp, but you want to use the rhythm F, the rhythm method, well, there's an app for that. There's another variety of the of the hormonal birth control called Yasmin. And uh, again, this is kind of bad news. I advise people to stay away from these. And according to a 2007 BBC article, fertility awareness, this is the rhythm method that I was talking about, is shown to be 99.6% effective, which beats the hell out of anything that's that's going to come out of a, of a Trojan factory, right? Uh, so the Kindara app, smartphone app, makes it a whole lot easier. Check out the videos about the, the Kindara app. It looks like a, a really great app. Although, personally, I wouldn't trust an app alone with a $250,000 18-year decision. So I recommend using the rhythm method in combination with herbal birth control. That's right. Yaz. Yaz tablets contain a combination of a bunch of evil-sounding steroids that prevent ovulation. So instead, using a combination of herbs, awareness of a woman's cycle, and injaculation, that's right, there's a, there's a word that make you, made your ears perk up, which is basically male semen retention. You can get pretty close to 100% contraceptive effectiveness. So Californian apricot seeds, queen Anne's lace, and neem oil are herbs that can be used episodically to inhibit implantation and prevent pregnancy. And... There's, there's, they're not going to kill you, first of all, like, like Bayer's products potentially will. Um, at the very worst, there's a, there, there, there's a small degree of, of discomfort that, that may be involved with using these herbal contraceptive remedies. And I, it's something that I really encourage uh, everyone to consider because I, the, the more I look at research, the more I read anecdotal reports online, hormonal birth control just seems like, like evil, evil stuff. It just seems like one of the, the, the least responsible things that a woman can do to her body. Anyways, moving on. So I don't personally recommend all of the alternative products and brands here mentioned. They may have their own side effects and downsides as well, but their common redeeming feature is that they are not manufactured by Bayer. As always, before consuming anything, a smart consumer will spend at least 20 minutes Googling that product or drug or supplement 
seeing what other people on YouTube and forums have to say about their experiences with it. In good faith, I also want to mention that some of the alternatives that I list here are affiliate links. This means that if you buy these products via these links, I get paid a small commission and this partially justifies the significant chunk of time I committed to researching and writing this over 6,000 word article. So finally, in regards to Bear, Monsanto and this, this grotesque corporate creature that seems to be, uh, seems to be being birthed uh, onto the world. I, I, I thank you for choosing to fight that and for voting with your dollars and choosing liberty. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.